0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Sugar Pills Podcast, a practical guide to self care. So, before we dive into today's episode, which is five. Signs that you're in a toxic friendship and how to heal. Just a little bit of housekeeping. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And if you send me a screenshot of your review, then I will send you a free self-care gift. Um, just email it to info at And of course, that's in the show notes. And if you're loving the podcast, be sure to tag yourself on Instagram and then tag me at candywashington and I will repost you and show you some love So tag your aha moments, tag yourself listening, and let's connect over there on Instagram at Candy Washington. And I have been getting some really great feedback from the More Than Enough, the self-love course. So people have really been loving it. They've been having some great breakthroughs. So if you want to see what the course is all about, just click the link in the show notes and you can get an overview of everything that we have to offer over there in the More Than Enough, the self-love course. And so today's topic is near and dear to my heart. Um, I used to be a people pleaser, uh, very, very, you know, codependent personality type, just always said yes, always wanted to, you know, show and prove, you know, my value to others. So that meant that I used to really attract not all my friendships because I have some amazing, beautiful, extremely supportive Friends and they are amazing, and I love them so much, and they're great. So I'm not talking about all of my friendships, absolutely not. But you know, being a human, you know, here and there, you do sometimes get yourself into unhealthy relationships, whether they are romantic or whether they're familial, familial, or if they're just you know friendships. And so I found myself in a couple of toxic friendships, and I didn't really know what to do or how to get out. I had a really hard time saying no. I had a really hard time, um, uh, you know, just. Creating those boundaries with people. And so I had to learn, you know, hey, this person is my friend, but I I still deserve respect. I still deserve, you know, uh, my no being honored or my yes being honored, you know, and I also deserve to like not just be this person's like, you know, emotional garbage can, which we'll talk about later in the show, which is a clear sign that you're in a toxic friendship. And so, yeah, I'm gonna talk to you the five signs that you're in a toxic friendship, and then I'll walk you through about four ways to heal from those, from that toxic friendship, and 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 what to do. And then I'll and I'll, then I'll give you a different like scenarios, like if it's this bad, then maybe do this. If it's not too bad, then maybe do that. Because, you know, as in all relationships, every relationship isn't the same, so dealing with them might look a little different. So the first sign that you are in a toxic friendship is that there's always drama. There's either always drama in your friend's life or there's always drama within your friendship. If you guys are constantly fighting, if you are, you know, on-again, off-again friends, if your friend always has something wrong, like every time they talk to you, it's negative. You know, it's one chaos after another chaos. It's one crisis after another crisis. That's a clear sign. That that person is probably toxic themselves. So if you always have a problem, then maybe the problem is you. So if that person is just a toxic person at that point in their lives, then you can sure fire bet they're probably a toxic friend to you. And you really want to be mindful if you want to be dragged down and dragged into someone's life that is always negative always going down, always drama, always chaos, because if you allow yourself to be around that energy, then you better believe that energy will find its way to you and to your life. The second sign is that they criticize you and put you down. Now, this can be either directly or some like subtle digs. So people don't always say, Hey, girl, you look fat. Hey, girl, you look ugly. Hey, girl, why are you still single? Like, whatever it is. You know, people don't always directly put you down or criticize you. Like, if they do it directly, then it's very clear that they're being a jerk to you. But you want to be really mindful of those subtle digs. Like, oh, like, you're still single? Or like, oh, like, mm, are you sure you want to wear that? Or, you know, um... Are you sure you want to eat that? You know, or if they're talking to someone and they, and they, and like you're in the room and they act like you're not there, but they're still talking about you, you know, any of those subtle digs to you is a sign of a toxic friendship. Like people should not. No one should speak to you that way and no one should speak about you that way. So, yes, of course, when people are directly disrespectful, it's easy to say, hey, you're disrespecting me and you're being mean. But you want to be mindful of those subtle, like nice, nasty digs. You really want to pay attention to that. Because that is also eroding your self esteem. You know, if you're around someone who you consider a friend who you think you can trust, but yet they're constantly, you know, putting you down in these like subliminal ways, of course, you're going to start to feel bad about yourself and you're going to start to feel insecure. So if you are feeling bad about yourself, if people are being mean to you, that is a surefire sign that you are in a toxic friendship. The third sign is that they compare their lives to yours. Um, and and it, this might also be a sign that they're jealous of you. So people can be mean to you and put you down, not because they think that they're better than you, but usually it's because they think you're better than them. And so they really have this mindset of, well, I'm going to take you down a couple of notches. So you're just being your nice loving self and they're, throwing shots at you, it's not because you're not amazing and great. It's because you are amazing and great. And your light and your shine and and just who you are threatens that person's ego. So then they want to compare. Well how come I don't have that? Well how come you got that? Well it's not fair. This happened for you, you know, or they try and one up you like, oh you think that's great. Well I did this last week. I got that last week. Well my my person does this for me. My, my person does that for me. So they can try to one-up you. They can compare lives. And they can try and put you down. And those are clear signs that they are jealous of you. All of those things. And my mom always told me there's nothing more dangerous in this world than a jealous person. Because a jealous person will literally do anything. So be very, very careful if you have people in your circle and people in your life that you feel are jealous of you because it's not going to stop with the digs like they will try and sabotage your life in order to make themselves feel better about them about about themselves the fourth sign is that they treat you like an emotional garbage can so this means they call you on the phone they text you but they're not actually inter- interested in solving their problem they're not actually interested in hearing your feedback or your guidance they just want to dump. Like, it doesn't even really matter who's on the other end of the phone. They just want to dump. This happened at the job. This happened with my boyfriend. This happened with my mother. This happened. You know, it's just uh, like a rainfall of just like negativity and, and toxicness and drama. You know, if you find that when you leave this person's presence, you feel drained you feel depressed you feel down you feel used almost that is a clear sign that this is a toxic person and not only is this a toxic person but this is a toxic person to you you know when you leave you know the presence of a friend you should feel fulfilled you should feel uplifted you should feel inspired and enlightened like i know with like my core group of friends when i get off the phone with them or, you know, we're done texting and we're done hanging out. I feel better. I feel good about myself. I feel supported. I feel happy. That's a sign of a healthy friendship. But if you leave this person's company and you feel depleted, that's just signs of like an emotional vampire. They're They're literally just using you to dump on. And you just really have to be mindful of how does this person make me feel? That is the most simple yet most profound thing to think about. How does this person make me feel? And that's the most important thing. And if this person makes you feel bad about yourself, if this person makes you feel insecure, if this person makes you feel scared even, you know, that's a sign that this person probably shouldn't be in your life. So really think about that. How does this person make me feel? And then the fifth sign is that you don't feel comfortable with the way in which they either interact with, speak to, um, or speak about your significant other. So if you don't feel comfortable with the with the way your friend acts around your boyfriend, husband, wife, girlfriend, you know whoever your person is. If you don't feel comfortable with the way that your friend interacts with them or talks about them or um, is interested in them, then that's a clear sign that that person is probably really not your friend and it's a toxic friendship. You should feel comfortable with your significant other and the way in which they interact with your friends. There should be healthy boundaries and respect, distance and space. So if you feel that your friend is flirting with your man, if your friend is hitting on your girlfriend, if your friend is, you know, speaking poorly about your significant other, or if they're too interested or too involved in your significant other, that is a clear sign that something is wrong in your friendship. You know, if they're truly your friend, they should A, respect you first, and then treat your significant other accordingly, You know they shouldn't be telling your secrets they shouldn't be you know overly interested they shouldn't be overly critical or negative you know of course if you're in a situation that is you know not healthy with your significant other then sure that's a different story but i'm just talking about you know in general assuming you have a good relationship with your significant other they shouldn't be overly involved in that situation so those are the five signs that you're in a toxic relationship. You know, there's always drama, either in that, per- either in that person's life or in their friendship. Um, they criticize you and put you down, either directly or with subtle digs. Uh, they compare their lives to yours. You know, they're jealous and they're putting you down or trying to one-up you. They treat you like in an emotional garbage can. They just dump all of their negativity onto you without actually being, you know, present or mindful of how you feel and how it's affecting your well being. And they don't have clear boundaries with your significant other. There's something just off there. So now that we know the five signs of a toxic relationship, let's discuss four ways to deal with and to heal from those relationships. And I first wanna say, If your friend is extremely toxic, like they've done something that is just really bad, like they've, I don't know, hooked up with one of your significant others, if they've, you know, stolen money from you, if they've started a really bad rumor about you, you know, if they're extremely, you know, uh, toxic to your mental, emotional, um, and sometimes even physical well-being, then my number one thing is just to cut that person off. Like, don't even listen to the rest of the podcast. Just go ahead and block them and cut them off. If they've done something, you know, extremely bad, just cut them out of your life. This is your one precious life, and you don't need to have people in it that bring you down, period, regardless of who they are. But if your friend hasn't done something that catastrophic and you do want to, you know, maybe save the relationship or maybe reimagine what the relationship can be, then here are, you know, four ways to deal with it. So the first way is to, you know, have a direct sit-down conversation with them. Maybe they're not aware of the fact that they call you and then just do, you know, an emotional dump on you and then hang up the phone and then you're left feeling, you know, depleted and drained and just completely depressed after talk hearing them talk all day. So you want to make sure that you give them a chance. You know, let them know how their their behavior is making you feel. You know, maybe they're not aware that they have their own insecurities and they're projecting them onto you by, you know, making little comments or doing little digs. You know, let them know. Bring the awareness to the table and And come with very specific examples because a lot of times when people lack awareness, they're not gonna really understand what you're talking about and they're gonna feel attacked rather than feeling um, open to hearing what you're saying. So when you come, so when you go to them, make sure you have very specific examples of, you know, when you said this, it made me feel this. When you did this, it made me feel this. So you can show them in a very, concrete way exactly what's been going on. So have a direct sit down conversation with them. And then after that, the second way is you have to be open to hearing them out. You know, if they're like, wow, I didn't realize, you know, me always talking about my problems made you feel like that. Oh, wow. You know, I didn't know that, you know, I was, My comments really hurt you. You know, I was just joking. But like now that I know I'm going to stop, you know, so be open to hearing their side of the story, because if they're not aware of what they're doing, then you don't know if they're open to change or not. You don't know if just this behavior is toxic or if this person is toxic. So be open to hearing them out and then be open to having them you know, change and show up for you and and make sure to hold them accountable. You know, maybe if they change for like a couple of weeks, but then they slip back into that poor behavior, be like, hey, you know, remember we had that conversation, like you're starting to make those digs again. You know, you're starting to, you know, not really respect my boundaries again. So know what you're willing to put up with and what you're not willing to put up with and how severe the situation is. Some people have toxic traits doesn't mean that they are inherently toxic. So sitting down and talking to them, hearing their side. And then third, you might want to reimagine what your friendship looks like with them. So maybe it's seeing them in smaller doses and it's really reaffirming your boundaries. So say you figure out, okay, this person has a couple of toxic traits, but they're, they're still a good person. They just have some work to do on themselves. Okay, I could see them for brunch, you know, once a month. Once every two weeks, rather than this being my like daily hangout friend, you know, you can always reimagine what the relationship looks like. See them in smaller doses. Like, well, you know, rather than hanging out with them one on one, let's do group hangs. You know, it's easier when there's other people around. I don't feel so much pressure from them. You know, and then also making sure that you are reaffirming your boundaries. Like, hey, you know, it really makes me uncomfortable when you text my boyfriend. How about you stop doing that? You know, or it's like, you know, it really makes me uncomfortable when you make comments about my hair. Could you stop doing that? Or just whatever it is reaffirm your boundaries with this person and maybe reimagine the friendship with them see them in smaller doses or see them in different environments you know you're not going to come over to my place for rosé but like i'm happy to hang out you know at the group zoom party or the group picnic or whatever it is so you might want to reimagine what your friendship looks like with that person if you feel that there are redeemable qualities but they just need to do a little bit more work on themselves And then the fourth one is, going back to what I said earlier, just cut them out. You know, if someone has done something truly catastrophic and truly toxic to you, you don't owe them anything. You don't owe, you know, forgive them always because forgiveness is always for yourself. But you can forgive someone and still not allow them back into your life. So yes, forgive them for whatever happened. Forgive yourself for maybe trusting the wrong person. You're human. It happens. And move on with your life. There are so many people in this world. You don't need to hold on to a toxic person. You know, you deserve to have friends that show you the same amount of love and support and kindness and respect that I am sure that you show everyone else. So you deserve that same level of friendship back. So, again, with your friends who might have toxic traits you know, do a direct sit down with them, you know, be open to hearing them out and then maybe reimagine the friendship. And if they truly are a toxic person, cut them loose, (laughs) let them go. You don't need that energy in your life. So that was today's episode and I hope you found it insightful and helpful. And if you did, don't forget to share this podcast with a couple of your friends. Hopefully they're not toxic, but maybe even if they are, maybe they will see, you know, um, certain traits that they have and they're like, oh, wow, I do that to my friends. Maybe I need to look inward and really see what's going on with me so I can be a better friend. So just be sure to share the podcast and as always, rate and review, send me a screenshot for a free gift and tag yourself on Instagram and tag me at Candy Washington so I can repost your stuff. So yeah, until next time, be well.